every now and then I, I try to, to, to get one of my personal interests in as a story and as a closet physicist and astrophysicist and cosmologist, you know, I have managed to squeeze in the Mars program. And for this, I want to uh, welcome tonight on the show senior researcher at South African National Space Agency, Dr. Peter Kotzer. Dr. Kotzer, good evening and welcome. Hello, good evening and to your listeners as well. Yes, thank you so much. Uh, the launch of uh, I'm in touch, you know, with uh, people at the JPL um, and, uh, you know, it's one person at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory and, and I'm keeping you up to date almost daily with uh, development of their their rovers and their landers, and it's uh, it slipped up again, I believe. Yes, unfortunately, yes, there's a slip up. Uh, they did a test because NASA cannot afford anything or mishap in their uh, space programs. They did a, a, I would say, a wet run on the fuel system for the rocket launcher, and mm. they detected a problem in the oxygen supply system. So they are delayed by a couple of days now, and uh, it puts a little bit of a damper on the, the launch of the uh, rocket to uh, Mars uh, 2020, what it has been called. And at the moment, they think they have to postpone the launch till maybe towards the end of, of July. Yeah, my, if, if I remember correctly, there have been 16 attempted lander missions. Uh, only five landers, and and one one is still in operation in sight. Yes, uh, the, the, the the curiosity is is, is running at the moment so on curiosity Mars, is yeah uh, in the Gale crater and is doing marvelous job yeah. in terms of the geology and the old, old history of Mars and to detect. What was the conditions of climate and all these things millions of years ago? You know, I, I don't want to, um, you know, I, I made the point that it's sort of a personal interest of mine. But, you know, let me, let me ask you, what is the, what is the, tell our readers, what is the, what is the value of, of going to Mars? Why, why must we go to Mars? Why should we? Why, why is it necessary? What do we have to learn? We have still have a lot to learn about the evolution of our own uh, solar system. And Mars is very close to the Earth. Uh, it's almost a sister planet of the Earth. And we believe it once had a, a magnetic field similar to the Earth, mm -hmm. also an atmosphere, and also fresh, fresh running, running water, water. And, rivers, yep. mm -hmm. and rivers on uh, the Mars. So Mars is one of the uh, biggest uh, uh, laboratories where we can search for primitive forms of life on, on Mars, and that can give us a hint of how life even developed and evolved on our own planet. Exactly. You know, you know, I just want to remind our listeners we are in the, the exciting part of the program. You can call us at 021-446-0567. Drop us a WhatsApp message at 072-567-1567. Now, um, Dr. Kotze, do we, South Africans, do we have any involvement in this? No, we are not really involved in the Mars project uh, by building uh, instrumentation or anything like that. But in future, we will be involved in the Mars or even uh, Jupiter projects. Uh, or even going to the moon by building a, a deep space uh, antennas in uh, South Africa. But that is a talk for another day. That is to download data and also to serve as a communication basis for NASA 
in South Africa. Yeah, there are, of course, people, people um, you know, tend to have ideological opposition to, uh, to space programs, but there certainly is a lot to be gained scientifically from in improving our understanding of our human body, the evolution of the human body, to uh, cell phone technology. I mean, I sometimes, uh, when, when talk people, you know, want to talk about... Uh, Anyway, sometimes I have to explain to people how, you know, uh, uh, quantum mechanics and uh, how uh, how these things all help us with cell phones and uh, satellite navigation systems. And, and all, these are all some of the benefits of um, yes. space programs. That's right. There's a lot of spin-offs from the, all space programs. It's not designed to uh, uh, for actually for spin-offs. But that comes automatically from these uh, uh, projects itself. Uh, for instance, our remote uh, operations in the theaters nowadays with, mm. with robotic stuff, that comes directly from the space program for uh, planting or uh, maneuvering instrumentation in space. And that, that would never have been possible or it would have taken a longer time to devolve or develop if it hadn't been for the space program. Yeah. Uh, another in very simplistic thing that we use for every day of our lives, which we normally take for granted, are these highly uh, sophisticated sports shoes that we wear mm -hmm. around town. That was came directly out of the space program for putting Neil Armstrong on the moon. They never know, they would have never any experience of what the conditions of the moon would be. Exactly. So they developed boots for him in order to walk comfortably. And today, this is a multi-billion dollar business around the world for producing sports shoes. And that is a, one of the direct outflows of uh, the space program. Just to mention uh, one very thing, uh, simple thing that we take for granted. And if you look back, the roots are into the space program of more than 40, uh, 45 years ago. Right. That, you know, well, of course, the, the, the thing that, that, uh, that I'm very impressed, forget, you know, the science, as I said, I'm a, a closet physicist and I, I you know, forget, so forget my personal interest, but, you know, a, a lot of our, um, advances, uh, in, you know, I, I can go on, but it's better if you speak, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a political economist and I'm just a broadcaster. Uh, you're the scientist, but, uh, surgeries, it's helping us with, uh, you know, our in, uh, 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 surgical equipment, surgical procedures. And, um, this, so this is one of the, the very important outcomes of, uh, of, of space, uh, oh, space programs. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and also water purification systems. If you look at the water purification systems they use on the International Space Station, they have a limited amount of or supply of water. They cannot get water when they want to, so they have to recycle their water. And that high technology or high tech systems are now finding its application in the desert and dry regions of the world. So a lot of these water purification systems have already been deployed on Earth. And that comes directly out of the uh, space program. Even air uh, purification or air cleaning systems right. in our that also comes out of the uh, uh, space program. So 
one can almost go for everything, even the cell phones that we use, the communication systems, right. the miniaturization of electronics directly related to the uh, space program, in addition to our ex almost explosion of new knowledge of the universe, of the solar system, and where we fit in into the whole bigger picture of, of nature and how nature works. That is basically the driving force for all these uh, programs for making explorations on uh, foreign or further away planets, but uh, there's also a spin-off for, for mankind itself. So if you look back and take up, make up all the calculations, the spin-offs actually equals the investment that has been made into a, a space program. But normally one doesn't see it directly, but eventually it comes down to uh, more than a, a, a buck for your money that has been invested in a program or in a space uh, program. So nowadays, no country in the world can actually afford not to have a space program because our integrated uh, and high-technology society relies extremely heavily on space technology. The satellites that we use around the globe or for our communication systems, even our DSTV mm -hmm. comes mm -hmm. from, from, from a space program. If you do a banking transaction nowadays, yeah. Travels the signals travel via space back to you, and so uh, I can't see how we can actually live in the Middle Ages anymore right. without a space program. So near space, there's you know one area we don't have to go into it unless you want to. But near space, there's a lot of research into the the radiation of of near space, and and, and that's, that's a fascinating correct. area. Yeah, that is also the what we call space weather. That is. Mm. Uh, the weather or the influence of the sun on the near Earth space environment that can have an adverse effect on our high technology systems. For yeah. instance, our power supply systems are extremely prone to what happens on the sun, which is 150 million kilometers away from us. We don't think about it, but eventually it can knock out a, a huge solar storm can actually knock out our complete electricity supply system and that might take years to replace and to, to build up absolutely, again. So, absolutely, absolutely. Very, very quickly you can become uh, back into the Middle Ages if you're not very careful and not taking mitigating uh, uh, effects or standards in order to prevent all these kind of yeah. things that happen in outer space. Yeah. You know, we didn't, um, as South Africans, you, you probably know this as much as everybody else, we didn't get television until very late. And for for some reason, one of the I never watched TV as a kid, even though we had a little black and white set where when I was growing mm -hmm. up. But I did make a point of watching Cosmos a lot. I don't know if you remember oh, yes. that was Carl Sagan's Carl Sagan's program. Cosmos. Now, my yes. favorite twentieth century uh, physicist is. Uh, is, is is Feynman Feynman and uh, Richard Feynman and he's you know, oh yeah yeah, yeah. I absolutely yes, yes. love him but Carl Sagan yes. said he he said uh, astronomy is a humbling and 
character-building experience. There's perhaps no better demonstration of the folly of human concerns than this distant image of our tiny world. To me, it underscores our responsibility to deal more kindly with one another and to preserve and cherish this pale blue dot, the only home we've ever ever known. Yeah, that's the only home we will might even ever have. So uh, exactly. there's no uh, we cannot afford to to demolish it with a reckless kind uh, of uh, t- uh, uh, behaviors and that sort of thing. I don't don't tell anyone I said this, and 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 uh, I'm whispering though, so uh, our listeners won't hear. But I think stupidity is going to kill us as the human race. But thank you so much for joining our show, Dr. Kotsa. I look forward to speaking to you again, and I actually look forward to visiting you out there in Hermanus one of these days, if I may. You're most welcome to come and visit us. Okay, uh, we'll be, uh, see our space weather center and all the kinds of research that we do here in a remote place uh, of of Hermanus, about 120 kilometers away uh, from Cape Town. Well, I'm I'm in Bringle Bay, so I'm just around the corner. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's All great. Right. Thank Good. you very much. Thanks, Doctor. Good night, Doctor. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.